Nintendo crushing it in the age of Corona. Mike finds my eShop weakness. And Gabe asks, is there anything Bo doesn't know? This is Super Nintendads. Hello and welcome to episode four of the Super Nintendads Entertainment Podcast. My name is Todd Hunt and joining me as always is my co-host Mike and his 11-year-old son, Gabe. What's up, pro bros? Hello. How you doing, Todd? Are you ready for game time? I'm ready for game time, pro bro. We're going to be talking a little Bo Jackson today. Uh, One of my favorites growing up. So uh, I'm glad that Gabe will be taking this ride. Uh, He's He's actually already taken the ride. We'll get into that later. Um, it's a yeah. I mean, great- you guys did you guys did a lot of research and work on things that have to do with all things Bo Jackson. And all I want to do is talk about pro stars. <laughs> we'll get there. Oh, we'll get there. Yes, we will. But right now, this is eight bits. So every week we run down some of our favorite news stories, some Nintendo, some not Tendo. Let's get into it. Number one, COVID spelling chaos for everyone except Nintendo. The success of the Switch, with a little boost from Animal Crossing sales, is propelling them to have a banner year, $3.3 billion in profits, $2.2 billion of that, digital downloads. The lockdown can only be helping, right? Yeah. I mean, people are not going anywhere. That's probably where those digital downloads are coming from. Um, yeah, people are just doing more gaming. You know, Switch is a popular handheld. Uh, it's easier. It's easier than ever to throw some dollars at the eShop. Uh, Gabe's been throwing some dollars at the eShop. What have you been playing, Gabe? Uh, defunct. Talk we'll get about into that, that a little oh. later. We'll, we'll get into that mm-hmm. a little later. Are you playing anything other than stuff for the show? No. No, he's no. Just been you guys aren't playing Actually, Animal Crossing anymore. Me and Dad have been playing this game called Moving Out. It's pretty fun. Oh, yeah. You guys were telling me about that. Yeah. We have been. Yeah. It's great. Uh, yeah, it's fun. Highly recommend if you got uh, some couch co-op going on in your house. It's great. That's great. We've, we're have we all we're all in on Marrow Maker 2 still, especially now that you can do the... They just released the final update where you can create worlds. So you can literally create Super Mario World with levels, which right. is just so much fun. Incredible update. Um, yep. Yeah, it's an incredible update. It's the final update. A lot of people are feeling like they kind of gave up on this one a little too quick, but I think I think they've given it enough support. Um, I think the worlds in are incredible. Yeah. yeah, I was surprised to read that too, but it seems kind of to be the consensus that they gave up too quickly on this one. Mm. Number two, Tom Cruise is doing a movie in space. Yes. Because, sure, why the hell not? Yeah, <laughs> no, Cruise. <totally. laughs> Teaming up with fellow stable gentleman Elon Musk and his SpaceX endeavor to shoot among the stars. No writer, no studio, no story, just buzz at this point. The International Space Station is said to be the filming location. And I mean, you know, they're both crazy, but sometimes they get it right, right? Yeah, I mean, dude, sign me up. I mean, this is what Hollywood's about. Start doing some fun stuff. I'll show like, even if it's a total train wreck, like, of course you want to go see the first movie in space, right? Yeah. I mean, it sounds great. I, I, you know, you you look at the things that Tom Cruise has done, and obviously he's done a few, you know, a few terrible popcorn movies. But for the most part, he makes good choices. I, I, you know, I just I have I respect Tom Cruise for the fact that 
every time they do a Mission Impossible, you're always seeing like he's taking his doing stunts by himself or doing his own stunts to the next level. Yeah. Like he jumped off of the Burj Khalifa. Yeah. Scientology didn't tank his career. Tanked John Travolta's maybe? Or maybe it's decision making. I don't know. But I'm sure it has. I mean, you saw Gotti, right? That had nothing to do with John Travolta. I mean, nothing to do with Scientology. Here's a confession right now. I saw Gotti in the theater. Oh my God. That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. Todd, it opened in eight on eight screens or whatever. Like it was impossible to find except in Queens. Yeah, that's probably true. Number three, spinoffs said in my best Troy McClure voice. It sounds like we almost had a Zelda chic game and a Mario boo adventure. Concept art was recently discovered and its origin, the retro studios. Mm -hmm. According to IGN, the chic game was an action JRPG set after Ocarina of Time, and the Boo game had the working title of Haunt, players teaching Boos how to scare. I mean, come on, Nintendo. Was come on, Pilot Wing right? 64 and that important? Oh, my God. These, these are two things I want to play. Let somebody make I these know, games. I know. They're both great. Let I can't somebody make believe them. they haven't done a spinoff of a Zelda game yet, and, other and than just, Cadence of Hyrule, which doesn't count because another studio did it. Right. And a good game, by the way. But... Like, I think it's give the boo his day. I know my son would die. Luigi's Mansion is his favorite game of all time. And, you know, justifiably so. But yeah, I mean, why not? That's the thing we were talking about last week is a fresh take on the Mario franchise. Something totally out of the blue. And both of these are, you know, exactly that. Yeah. I'm interested in the BGU, the the boo gaming universe. The (laughs) BGU. It's going to be huge. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Many boos. Many, many boos. <laughs> many, many a boo. <laughs> many a boo. Number four, the quarantine, a quarantine Japanese video game orchestra is currently cranking out some interesting tunes. This cheery 22nd performance of the Super Mario Brothers theme is to encourage people to wash their hands for the correct amount of time during the coronavirus outbreak. We can't get it out of our heads. So here you go. We are throwing it into yours. That's the right great? amount. Yeah, it's the right amount of time to wash your hands. Yeah, so you don't have to sing "Happy Birthday" twice or whatever it's supposed to be. Yeah, is "Happy Birthday" only ten seconds? I think so. Yeah, I think it's "Happy Birthday" twice, or at least I tell Gray it's "Happy Birthday" five times just to drive him nuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's great, and I love that they do the sound effects like getting the mushroom and all that stuff with the instruments as well. Yeah, it's super cool. And uh, really check it out on YouTube. You can find it on YouTube. You can see them all playing the instruments. It's it's, uh, it's super cool. Yeah, it's cool. It's like a it's like a huge quarantined Japanese video game orchestra Zoom meeting. Yeah. It, it, what is it? It's like 15 of them, and we can barely figure to ha- out how to do this with three people. Two of them are in the same place. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> but they're making beautiful music uh, all from different locations. So nice work. Nice work, orchestra. Yeah, it's, it's fun. Totally fun. Number five, the SS Nintendo has sprung a leak. Uh-oh. Hmm. Source code, development documents, and more spilling out online. The leaks contain several internal documentation related to GameCube, Nintendo DS, Nintendo 64, and its 64DD add-on. 
and the Wii. Mm -hmm. The data could, in theory, be used to create illegal clone hardware. I mean, what could be in there, right? Superman 64, the sequel? <laughs> I know you, you, want, you want there to be another clay fighter. Yeah, why not? I, I like Taffy and Bad Mr. Frosty. Bring him back. Bring him back. What does it I cost, did like Nintendo? Clay it was a fun game. What does it cost, Nintendo? Helga? What does it cost? Bring it back. Number six. Val Kilmer finally dishes on why he stopped playing Batman. I mean, Mike, <laughs> I really need to stop letting you punch up the news. No, this is good. This is good. This should be in there. This is totally This is totally. <laughs> this is news. This is news. All right. Um, K- Kilmer's still making news, all right? He's making news on this show. He's making waves in Hollywood. Continue. Oh, yeah, sure. All right. So <laughs> Kilmer claims, quote, Batman isn't meant to be a real guy. I mean, Batman's meant to be so anonymous that the person who's looking at him can see himself in him. I mean, that's why it's so easy to have five or six. It's not about Batman. There is no Batman. End quote. <laughs> <laughs> that was a very subtle Val Kilmer impression. Very... Well, during his Batman years, he was very subtle. He was like very coy. Yeah. And those are the ones I researched when doing <laughs> this impersonation. Yeah, you went all in. You went all in. Yeah. I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I just pulled this because at, it's, it's like I read it and I was like, whatever, Val Kilmer. But then I read it and I thought about it and I was like, you know what, Val Kilmer? Batman is really the villains anyway. And that's why you always remember, you know, you're like, oh, DeVito's Penguin or, you know, obviously the many great Jokers. But it's just kind of like you just kind of think about like those are the, you know, Batman is just a blank or like a mirror that just allows those guys to bounce. I don't know. Right. Exactly. But I, I, what do I, you, I, I, so who is the who is the best Batman? That's a good question. Gabe, do you have a favorite Batman out of all the Batmen? Uh, no. The Batman. I don't think. Chet Batman. Um, it's got to be, you know what? I, I I don't really know. But I do want to put in a word that I think Ben Affleck got a, got a bad shake. I didn't think I didn't think he was that bad. Ben Affleck's fine. I, I'm going to go out. I'm going to say I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to say that Robert Pattinson's definitely my favorite. I think he's going to be good, too. I'm I think, think he's, I think he's actually going to be great. Um all joking aside, I can't. I mean, how are you both not saying Keaton? You're both Luke, Ke- you're both filthy animals. Keaton is great. Maybe it is Keaton. He's I great. He's the best blend. He's yeah. like somewhat funny. He's a great Bruce. He's a great Batman. He's got great lips. Yeah. He's ready. To, he's ready to do it. Keaton's lips. Yeah, not enough respect. I mean, for you Keaton's know, that's lips. the only reason that Kilmer got the role. Lips. It's because how he looked in the mask, and because right. Schumacher. Right, Schumacher loved him. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. And I'm not going to trim that pause out in editing. I'm going to leave well, that you, in. I'm going to leave this in. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what the thing is, is I, I do like Adam West because I grew up watching that Batman before. Like I was kind of, I guess it was like in like seventh or eighth grade when Keaton's Batman came out. So mm-hmm. I was like, when I was a kid reading Batman comics and watching Batman, I was watching that. And I thought, but then, you know, there was something to that kind of can't be over the top Batman. I feel like there's a little bit of that in the Keaton Batman and then it there completely is. goes away. Yeah. Maybe there's a little bit in like Max Shrek of like uh, uh, Batman Returns with Christopher mm-hmm. Walken, Danny DeVito. But then it just mm-hmm. goes. It's completely gone. Yeah. The fact like the 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 blend, I mean, because then Schumacher takes over and it's just totally camp. 
it gets very campy. Um, yeah, like the the Keaton one, it's a really good mix of both, and I think that's why I'll always think that's my favorite. Keaton's great. I also like uh, Kevin Conroy animated series. Oh yeah, well I mean Conroy and Hamill are probably the best of uh, all around as far as the voice acting goes for sure. Oh yeah, great. This mound of diseased hyena filth, who's not fit to lick the dirt from my spats. But I digress. Number seven, Rumor Watch, Nintendo Switch DS. Uh-oh. Nintendo's next Switch could have two screens if a code name in the latest firmware update is anything to go by. If there's any truth to these rumors, it could translate into Nintendo working on a new Switch that has a clamshell-like design that holds a second screen, much like the Nintendo 3DS XL. I don't want this. I don't think I do either. I don't want it. I think it's going to look big and doofy like some kind of leapfrog toy. For children. I don't think there's any point for, I don't, I mean, I've had the DS since the day it came out and I mm-hmm. loved it, but like, remember, uh, what is it? Aria of Sorrow, where you had to like draw the seals in order to defeat the bosses. Oh my God. On the screen. Like they, yeah. they added in like touch stuff for the screen, like just because it was there, you know, Nintendo was like, uh, you need to do something with the screen. Right. Um, I'll tell you this. I have the, the switch light and the regular switch. Mm-hmm. And I've been playing the Switch Lite a lot because Gray has been using the regular Switch. And the other day I was playing the regular Switch in handheld and I'm like, this thing's honking huge. Yeah. It like, is. I mean, it's it's fine and it's great. And it's I think it's probably the perfect screen size, but I don't want to hold anything that's twice the size of that. Yeah. And I feel like, how quick is that hinge going to break? Yeah, I know. I, I, I just hopefully it's just I mean, I don't know. Nintendo does know what they're doing, but I just don't see the application. Like, yes, there were some games on the dual screen devices where it was cool to like have your map or your menu screen open at all times. So you mm-hmm. just kind of look down. But like I can press start. Look I'm down, fine. look down. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I'll drop the Les Mis quote, uh, <laughs> music in here. Also, what have I done? Sweet Jesus, what have I done? Because <laughs> in the night, become a dog on the run. Uh, I mean, we can go. You're teed up I'm ready to that. do that at any time. I'm ready to do I that I know, at any time. You want me to perform Valjean anytime, I'm ready to do it. I know. <laughs> you have like a phone line in your home that only yeah, rings if someone needs you to play that. It's, it's, just like, it's just like in Adam West Batman, there's a red phone in my study. Yeah. And it's the Valjean phone. <laughs> the Valjean phone. <laughs> yeah. And I'm ready. You're ready. It's just, you know. Yeah. God. I mean, I need a little a few a few weeks to get ready for God on high because, you know, it's goddamn high. Yeah. Um, but other than totally. that, I think I'm good. Yeah, I think yeah. I'm good. Uh-huh. And uh we well, lost. Finally. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where are you, bud? I'm here. <laughs> okay, good. As long as you're having Gabe, fun. Gabe, we'll watch Lay Miz. <laughs> We'll stay up tonight and we'll watch Les Mis. Oh, we can do a Les okay. Mis. Oh, we should. The, we the, really Tom, should. the Tom Hooper Les Mis is pretty good. You know what? It's just good. Les Mis is just pretty good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's the reason why they keep making it over and over and over and over again. It's the, the when they don't do the musical adaptations, it's kind of like, all right, no one needs to see this as a drama. Yeah, agree. You better be singing some tunes. Yeah, I want to whistle. I want to hum Master of the House, you know, through. Come on, when I'm leaving the yeah. theater. 
they, well, let's let's do a Les Mis cast. There must have been a Good. Les Mis video game. I can I can do it tonight. All right, finally for eight bits, we have number eight. As Streets of Rage Four brings the beat 'em up back, fans can get a chance to hear the early franchise soundtracks in the ultimate retro format. Wayo Records is issuing the iconic soundtracks of Streets of Rage and Streets of Rage 2 on cassette. Now, if I could only find that darn boombox. This week on eShop of Horrors, where we each give each other a game to review, Mike treats me the worst he has ever treated me. And I'm Gabe, so, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I, let me just apologize before you get going. I didn't know. Okay, I didn't know the sure. extent. Sure, I didn't. I didn't know. All right. I, 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 all I know is that you don't like visual novels. You don't like interactive. And so I gave you this, and it turned it turned out to be a whole thing. And yeah, I'm sorry. Only a little bit. <laughs> I. <laughs> I guess it's, uh, I guess let's get into it. So, Mike, you gave me The Blind Men. I did. Uh, by developer Maneater Games. Yeah, that wasn't even a tip-off. <laughs> nope. Yep, should have been. Should have been. And by, publish- <laughs> by publisher Radaleka Games. Um, I'm going to read the back of the box. Okay. Which you probably should have. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> back of the box goes... A parody of spy fiction, Blind Men, is a boy's love visual novel that follows Jesus. a young supervillain <laughs> carries out his first big heist. I didn't so, read that Mike, at all. without knowing it, you introduced me to the Yaoi category, which is often referred to as boy love. Uh huh. So Yaoi has become a term in the anime anime fandom, which specifically describes a show or film which focuses on the same-sex male couple. And it gets super deep. (laughs) Um, But that is a dive for an entirely different podcast. I, um, listen, for people that are into these games, let's just say I saw Uh, some images of Batman and Superman. Which are very popular in the Yaoi category. Oh my god! I didn't so, mean anyway, to send you down a whole a whole rabbit hole of like a mm. whole different thing here. Um, well, you know, <clears throat> hey, uh, not everything can be dog or eye. No, that was that was I was kind to you last time, and this time I just knew that you didn't like visual interactive novels. All right, or, so listen, or here's my thing. Here's my other problem, Sims. right? All right, yeah. so when you're playing a role-playing <clears throat> game, what are you doing the entire time to the controller while people are talking? You're, you're mashing A. You're mashing A so that they can, you can get them to stop talking because it's the worst part of the game, right. and you want that to be over so you can get back to the action. So whoever had the brilliant idea of saying, all right, that part of the game, the, the worst part of the game, we should make a whole game about that. Yeah, well, yeah, it, it's a whole genre. Yeah, but some, you know what? All right, some of them so, are great. I don't know. I, some right. of them, you know, some like of them there's, are great. Uh, you know, what, what speed is it? dating yeah. for ghosts, which you had episode one. That was great. That that was really Phoenix Wright. Phoenix Wright is great. Yeah, Oxenfree, Steins, Gate Elite, which is like the cream of the crop. You're you're, you're rattling these off. So I just there you, are you know. good ones. Don't get me wrong, but see now the big problem with Blind Men 
mm-hmm. is one, it's super short. Well, it's five there's bucks. only two. There's uh, there's only two relationship options, so there's only two <laughs> men that I could possibly get involved with. Okay, um, one is a spy, and one works for some sort of a agency. <laughs> one, one, um, is, one is a spy, and one is just you know has a regular day days yeah. that has a desk job. How how dangerous the, do you want to get? You know, yeah, those are those are minor. The biggest problem is that there's so few choices to make. Even when I mean, all of the endings, like I got most of the endings you could get, and they all made me feel like oh, that's it. But there's like if you get one of the bad endings that is kind of the shorter story, I What's think you literally ending? make like four choices in forty minutes. You kind of get caught trying to like do you do this heist where you're trying to either steal a diamond or kidnap somebody um, to you prove st- to your uncle who's heart. a super villain. <laughs> you're trying to steal someone's <laughs> yeah. heart, and on the way, exactly, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And which man is going to be the lucky man whose heart to steal? That's up to you. So who do you give the um, rose to? <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, I did both because I tried to go through it a few times. Mm-hmm. But for like, I mean, there's 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 times where you can do like 30, 40 minute games where you make five or six choices. Yeah, like you're just reading I mean, for 30, 40 minutes. Right. I mean, that's a it's little a slog. Too, it's a that's slog. heavy. That's it's, heavy on the novel and light on the interactive. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to just wrap this up by saying I'm not the VN audience. Mm-hmm. I'm not the Yaoi audience. Mm-hmm. But animation was cool. Um, some of it was pretty funny. It starts out with like he wants to he wants to um, like join his uncle is a supervillain. He wants to join this supervillain academy. And right. that part looks funny says, to me. That's why. Yeah, that's he, why says, <clears throat> he says he um, says I have to finish working on this essay. I don't know why the league even asked for an essay. It's not like there's anything particularly evil about good grammar, mm-hmm. which is funny. It's like. There you go. Why should he have to write an essay? Um, it kind of ended after that as far as the humor went. But no, it was there's some funny stuff in it. And um, it was well written. Uh, and again, the animation was cool. It's just two genres that are totally not for me. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of Blind Men for me. Okay. The Blind Men, five, five bucks. It's for some. It's not for you. It's for a lot, actually. I looked, I started looking around at reviews that it got and like on Steam, it has like 85, 86% positive reviews. Yeah. It like to, I looked at it and I thought it looked funny and yeah, you know. So it's, it certainly has its, it audi- its audiences, but those two genres where the audiences come in, yeah. uh, just really not for me, but again, yeah. well designed, well written, some funny stuff in there and just not my cup of tea. Here you here you are. Very weak, very weak cup of tea. <laughs> Ooh, God, that's nasty. Mm. That's like that's like Downton Abbey smash. It's like it's like adding milk into chamomile tea. Ah, oh, you're terrible to me. It's a crime against civilization. No, that would be you to me, sir. This week, I gave you Goragoa. You a did. Classic this is in the eShop. Yeah. Domain. It has actually been around for a while, but it's a game that I thought you would dig. And I did. Um, to a point, I'm not a huge puzzle guy. Uh, so, again, this is a little bit out of my wheelhouse, but like you can't argue with the game. You know, it's gorgeous. It's meticulously made. Right. Um, it's uh, it, it, 
it's fun to play when pieces fall into place. When you're doing the puzzle, you're like, ah, you know, like you mess around with stuff long enough. That moment of realization is really satisfying. Um, You know, I don't really have anything bad to say about it. It's it deserves any praise that it's gotten. uh, Whatever's out there, I know it's gotten. It, it's gotten like a tremendous amount of praise. So yeah. is there something, is there like a thread? Is there a story in between the puzzles or are you literally just kind of checking boxes off of puzzle by puzzle? Yeah. See, I don't know because I wasn't good enough to beat it. That was one of the, that was one of the only gotcha. things that I didn't okay. like is that I can <laughs> you tell have to that get good, boy. I do. Yeah. I could tell that there's, it's developing, but um, right. yeah, I don't know. I can't speak to that. I won't, I won't make something up. Um, You know, I'll just. I'll be the guy that got caught not not reading the book, which side right. side side story. I once got called out. Uh, we all had to read classics for book reports. I read uh, of mice and men because it's super short. Only thing is, I didn't read of mice and men. I stopped reading it like forty pages in. And someone, when I got up to give my presentation, asked if anyone dies in the book, and I said, "No, they do not. <laughs> Nobody dies in this book. <clears throat> Great. No one dies That's in this amazing. book." I'll bleep her name out. (laughs) (laughs) That is, um, yeah, that's an easy way to get caught, my boy. Yeah. I still don't think I failed it, but uh, I didn't look great and I'll never forget that. Gabe, that's a lesson for you. You read read the book. 40 pages. That's something. Read the book or at the very least watch the movie, Gabe. (laughs) (laughs) At the very least watch the movie. There's a wonderful, (laughs) there's a wonderful Gary Sinise adaptation. Uh Uh, Jesus. Um, well, I'm sorry that Goragoa wasn't exactly what I was hoping it would be for you. Um, animation is supposed to be really it, nice, right? It, it is great. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep trying. Uh, oh, the other thing is I have a Joy-Con with with drift, so when I play in handheld, Ooh. that little clicker, Ooh. you got to click on stuff in that game. You know, you got to move things around, and it just floats, and it makes me want to throw my switch out. The oh, window. that's terrible. Oh, that's you yeah. know what? That's probably half of your problem <clears throat> with it. Then, yeah, it is. Like I said, I don't have anything. This is a, this is a, it's a great game. Um, you know, and it was published by, um, Anna, Annapurna Interactive. Mm-hmm. And their, their track record is obviously very good. Yeah. The multimedia Annapurna. Yeah. Um, so, uh, again, play it, especially if you like puzzle, uh, puzzle games, play this game. Uh, you know, great. again, I think there's like a little bit of a theme because you know what the other thing I hate in games is? It's puzzles. I'm gonna you find know what drives you the, me. <laughs> I'm gonna find no, you the no. biggest <laughs> the puzzle biggest, visual novel. Yeah, puzzle visual novel dating sim you've ever seen. <laughs> oh right, and Blind Man I guess could be compared to a dating sim too. So that's true. Yeah, um, like I, I like that game. Uh, did you ever play Dream Daddy? Obviously not, because you hate those kinds of games. But you're like a dad on the no. dating scene again. No. Okay. <laughs> oh Jesus, no. no. I think it's I think it's called Dream Dad. And you get to pick like which guys to date and you have like a daughter who's like trying to get you back out there. It's really sweet. It's a super cool game. <laughs> but everyone sounds um, good. I just yeah, just don't I dating sims and visuals novels and puzzle games. Well, puzzle games can be cool. I just don't like when they're stuck in to increase like there's been puzzles throughout the Zelda franchise that just drive me like up the wall. And it's like I literally can't pro- progress in the game unless I figure out this like how to th- to slide this ice cube to that ice cube to that ice cube. Yeah, I'm with you. My interest peaks with every Zelda game when I get the hook shot and then it's downhill. Yeah. Give me the hook. G- give me, the, give me that hook shot. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at with that. Um, so yeah, this is a puzzle game. 
that I wasn't smart enough to get through yet in time for this podcast. Um, another quick sidebar, Gabe re-downloaded The Witness. Um, oh. Oh, God, the game is so hard. It, 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 it Just talking about puzzle games real quick, Gabe, I know you got your own eShop game you're going to get into, but uh, just while we're on puzzle games, you want to say any words about The Witness, which is... Another great puzzle game, but also could make you throw a controller oh through a window. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. It is the hardest game you will probably ever play. There's really? this one level where you have to. I don't think like, I've ever actually played it. You never played ridiculous. The Witness? You should. You should no. I mean, you, but you're not a puzzle. Go, so, oh, Gabe, it, go ahead. What were you saying? I'm sorry, but. Yeah, go ahead. Um, at some parts, there's like something where you'd have to go to like some completely different area to find the answer, and it would be like in the trees or something. And you just look at the trees. You'd have to take a picture on your phone and then go back and do the puzzle there. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's like Mist, right? Like Seventh Guest, like those old like PC games. balloon, <laughs> Sonny. Yeah, kind of, but not really. I mean, it starts with like the puzzles are incredibly. I remember simplistic. seeing the pictures of it. And it looks like Mist. It looks like the island. Yes. It, it, yeah, it's got that kind of vibe, but like it. Like every puzzle that you learn, te- uh, that you beat teaches you how to do the next one. So oh, that's cool. like, yeah, so I got, I don't know, like 75% of the way through it the first time I downloaded it, or mm. maybe pretty close to the end, not doing every right. puzzle. You don't have to do them all to complete it, but I think. And um, I tried to go get back into it, and I can't. I can't remember. It, the game has its own language, puzzle language. It's oh, so geez. hard. It just teaches you how to do it. And I saw Gabe playing it, and I was like... I was like, man, I'll never touch that again. But before I knew it, I was like, give me the controller. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll get back in. <laughs> yeah, I, it's like, I, need, I just need that one last getting witness. Getting the band back together. Yeah, I'm getting, the, <laughs> getting the band back together. Um, yeah, so. I'll, I'll give uh, it a look. No, I, I, yeah, I remember seeing screens, but I, uh, I don't know. I will see. I may give it a look. But yeah. that being said, it's time for Gabe's Bargain Bin. It is. Take it away, no Gabe. Theme. Oh, there's perfect. No theme. Maybe, Gabe, I'll get you a theme for Gabe's Bargain Bin. Yeah, please do. I will. You should probably add it in after you said that, though. So it really looks like we came up with it on the fly. Cool. It's just gonna be. It's a, It's just gonna be the Willow remix so cool. he did. <laughs> just the sitar oh, part. Please no. Just the sitar <laughs> part. Holy just cow! That's exactly what it's gonna be, Gabriel. Oh please. That's exactly. Sounds good. It's, hey, I'm this sorry, is your work. You should always be proud of what you've done. I'm sorry, it's too good late. Boy. That's that's the best idea. So I got a game called Defunct. Um, the developer is called Freshly Squeezed, which is kind of a weird name. The icon is like mm-hmm. a controller, but it's like citrus in the middle or whatever. Squeeze, squeeze and controller. <laughs> yeah, it, it's mm-hmm. weird. Um, I'll just read the bo- back of the box quickly. You what are gave a broken- the big question. The big question. The drum roll. What did it cost? Twenty nine cents. <laughs> 29 cents now that is bargain bin material price all right to move to move mm-hmm. all right hit us with that back of the box gabe you are a broken robot that accidentally falls out of a giant cargo ship onto a post-human earth now inhabited by robots you have to get back to your ship before it's too late exclamation mark you are equipped <laughs> with the gravitize business. 
You are equipped with the gravitized engine. It is used to create a separate gravity around yourself. Semicolon. This is the main source of your speed. Use this in downhills to accelerate, but be careful. Using it uphill will slow you down. In addition to this, in addition to this world is full of different speed boosts, such as energy juice, which you can use, oh, which energy. you can pick up and use to go faster. Doesn't right. energy like juice sound delicious? It sounds, it sounds so good. Why hasn't there been a drink called energy juice? Energy. I can't believe it's, it hasn't. I yeah. would never drink that. You know what? It's it actually it sounds like a fun game. Like I like physics based games. Like I like games so, where you can kind of like. I yeah move. totally. I watched Gabe play a little bit of this. Here's the mm-hmm. here's the the turn. It's it's not bad. It's actually pretty. Like it's it's. Go ahead, Gabe. Tell him you you and you played it to the end. You enjoyed it. Oh good. Yes, actually, it's only a two hour game, which is nice. I I That's played cool. it for like two hours and beat it. Um, it's fun. At some points, like the frame rate will like completely drop. It doesn't even reach the thirty. When it's like loading a new area, it will just freeze for like two seconds. Um, Yikes. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, it's twenty nine cents, so. Yeah, yeah and, and it's not really, it doesn't happen that often, and it's really just that they can't hide loading times between areas, so it'll stutter. But right, it, they it, don't it, make, it, like, cloud, like, strafe, like, between um, two pipes for 30 seconds before they get to the big scene. Right, or, like, the no. Mass Effect elevator, where they just throw you in an right, elevator, exactly. and you're like, why am I in this elevator for 45 seconds? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, the, the game, it, you know what it reminded me of, watching Gabe play, and and... Gabe probably wouldn't know, like, early PlayStation 1 games, there were a lot of weird, like, you remember that game, like, Jumping Flash, or whatever it was called? It was like this, you were this weird robot, and you, I I don't know, there was, like, it gave me this. I know what you're talking about, like, the early 3D games. Yeah, it gave me, like, an early 3D game vibe, and the robot is, it's interesting, because I feel like if you threw a bunch of money at this idea, and this, because the physics were, it it looked and moved very well. And, okay. you know, they kept giving you upgrades that almost felt like it should have been a Metroidvania. You know, it, oh, all of a sudden cool. they were, yeah, they were like, hey, do you like now, like hold X now to like magnetize to surface. And I was like, they just right. give you that all of a sudden, like instead of like yeah. finding it or unlocking it. Right, right, um, right. But like, I don't know. It, it, it's it's almost, it almost felt like an early PS1 uh, or like late PS1, early PS2. I don't know. It, it, it was... Well, I mean, I'm going to have to pick it up. It's 29 cents. And I'm, yeah, there was, there, there's something like right up my there's alley. There's something there. Yeah. And Gabe, like, he was like, I'm going to play this to the end. I really like it. So nice Great. work to those guys. Anything else you want to say about it, Gabe? No, but I do have a new scoring system for my games. Nice. Ooh. Hit us. Yeah. So interesting. So the three scores, I guess, or whatever, it's one, it's negative one, one, or two. Um, okay. Two is if I had money, I'd donate it to the cause of this game. One that's cool. That's, is, that's the best, right? Yeah. One is I wouldn't donate anything, but it's still a good game. Negative one is I'd sue them for wasting my time. So <laughs> for this game, I would give it a one. I would not donate to them. Because okay. like on the each, like the description is like weird. It's obviously not made by English people or whatever. And Ah, the developer isn't listed on the I think they're Dutch, Gabe. Mm. Now you've gone gone and pissed off the Dutch. Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) 
Like, the description is just what you have in the game. It's not really a description of the game. Okay. And the frame rate is just garbage at some points. It's not that bad. <laughs> it is. He's a, he's a very passionate gamer, this Gabe. He, this Gabe. This Gaber. Yeah. You know, I... So, negative one is the worst, right? Yes. I have a game that I would give... I'm not going to say what. But I certainly have a negative one I'd like to give out. <laughs> I'm giving it to Mike. Mike, you oh. get a negative one. Oh, my God. I didn't sue I didn't, you for wasting my time. I didn't know. All right? Yeah, Jesus. I, mm-hmm. I knew a little bit. <laughs> yes, you did. I did. I knew well, a little Gabe, bit. It, sound, it, sounds, I mean, it sounds like for 29 cents, you certainly got a steal there. Thanks, Gabe. You're welcome. Nice work, Gabe. Thank you. Score of one out of a possible two. Not bad. After these messages, we'll be right back. What you drinking there, Gabby? Another uh, chocolate milk? No, actually, I'm drinking hot chocolate from this week's show's sponsor, Pipeline Coffee. Ah, delicious. Yeah, it certainly is. These guys make a great cup of joe and massively support some of our first responders fighting COVID on the front lines. We appreciate the support, and if you want to contribute to their efforts, please feel free to donate to Pipeline-RVC on Venmo. More information will be posted on our Twitter account. Absolutely. Thanks, Gabe. This week, Gabe knows Bo. It's all about the greatest athlete of all time, parentheses, video game category. Vincent Bo Jackson, Heisman winner, MLB All-Star, Pro Bowler, Moesha Guest Star. At 6 foot 1, 230 pounds, he was built like a goddamn brick house, but he ran the 40 in almost 4 seconds flat. He once jumped clean over a Volkswagen, many claiming he was more myth than man. He once shot target practice in the Royals locker room. He blasted Bosworth at the goal line, gave gravity the finger while scaling outfield walls, and while you won't find him in the Hall of Fame anywhere, you'll find him in some of the best and worst, mostly worst, video games of all time. He's also one-third of the Pro Stars cartoon team. What a gem. Gabe, we got to know Bo pretty well this past week. How you feeling? I'm feeling good. Let's go. Let's go. All right, Gabe sounds pretty pumped up. I like that. Some energy. That's great. So, Looks like you hit a nerve with Gabe. Yeah, no, it's uh, some of that Bo I mean, Jackson magic. Not? Yeah, we're talking about the modern day Paul Bunyan. We're talking about the man who literally knew everything. We're talking about the man who every single kid had either a poster of, a magazine with his cover in their room, or a baseball trading card, or a football trading card, even yep. if they didn't like sports. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it didn't get cooler everywhere. than Bo Jackson. It didn't. He was everywhere, and then interesting enough, he was nowhere. So uh, quickly. So quickly. Like, peak fever was like 91, right? Between like 85 and 91. Right. He was like everywhere. Uh, but he was around till 95? And then um, that was just it. Yeah. And then he was and gone. And you know what? I'll tell you what. Bo even knows love, because he's still married. Married in 1987. Still married. How many sports people do here being married that long? Not many. And good for Bo. Well, I mean, he knows uh, love. Bo knows everything. He he knows everything. You Um, know what? Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, he knows everything. Becomes super famous. 
mm-hmm. become the hugest name in the world, mm-hmm. make a bunch of money, and then just mm-hmm. disappear and relax and don't have paparazzi in your face, don't have scandals coming out. Yep. Maybe he knows he even knows fame. He knows how to yeah. do it right. Use it to your advantage and then jump that's ship. A good point. That's a good point. Yeah, you got everything he needed from us. Yeah. From the public. He's out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. From Publix. That's it. Yeah, from Publix. And then he just cashed out. Yeah. Um actually he blew out his hip. <laughs> so it's a, <laughs> it's a much right. sadder story. Too. Yeah, uh, that too. But uh you know, for six years, the man was unstoppable and he was great. And I'm sure that if his career was just a few years longer, he'd be in, in both Hall of Fames, possibly. Bo is wow. the man. And Gabe and I got into some uh, some Bo Jackson games, some of them classics, some of them crap-tastic. <laughs> I uh, cannot wait to hear. Gabe, what did you think? Any winners? Give me the one. What was the winner? There has to be one. Tecmo Super Bowl. Tecmo Super Bowl. It's a, you know, so Tecmo Super Bowl is an esports game that people are still playing in its original iteration. And why wouldn't they? It's incredible. It's still it's just cool that it's because people are people are doing the whole esports thing. The money's involved. The the competitions involved, and it's all around. This is one of the few. This and Tetris. These are the two like original iteration games that people are doing esports around now. It's a great Crazy. game. Good choice. Yep, and we also watched a few. Uh, we got into Pro Stars a little bit. It's all about helping kids, after all. Pro um, Stars, Pro Stars. Pro so we got stars. it. <laughs> so we got into some of that because uh, I needed Gabe to understand the full the full scope of how Bo was just everywhere. So what we'll do right now is we'll roll. Uh, we got a quick clip. Can't wait. Fumble. <laughs> What is going on? Oh my God, it's a running play. I'm just scoring touchdowns on you. That's all I'm doing. What? You got? Come on, guys, you got to pick that up. It's I'm not Tim. Tim Allen. It's not Tim Allen. How do you know? There's a lot of famous Tim Allen. There's Allens. one, exactly one famous Tim Allen. Whatever. A lot of famous Tim Allens. Tim Allen's, I feel like Tim Allen is like a common name. Tim Allen is a listener and he's offended. That guy, you gotta get up and on him! <laughs> Touchdown, what? I got all day. Why? Did you seriously just catch that? Dude, run your pattern, man. God wow! Onside kick. It's impossible kick. to do full power. Full power. That was a ballsy move, I gotta tell you. Are you kidding me? And he broke the tackle. You thought it was over. I'm zigzagging, zigzagging, zigzagging. I'm Breaking another tackle. Chose to defend against Bo Jackson, by the way. God damn it. This is what it's all about, Gabe. You know what it's all about right here. I'll see you. I'll see you at the line. Go. Even though Bo had quite the game with 117 rushing yards. Michael's Prime is slam time! Pro Stars! Joe Stars! Trains hot! Slam shot! Bo knows where to go! So now we gotta talk about Pro Stars. I mean this thing was a wreck so it pretty much ended Saturday morning cartoons for NBC 
I mean, it was kind of that. It was it was the the peak of anybody who was a celebrity in any way, shape, or form being animated and given a cartoon. My favorite of these, I have two that I used to watch religiously that I loved. Okay, okay, Hammerman. Yeah. My friends and I used to love the intro that Hammer does as a song where he says, so we put on the magical shoes. And I have no idea why I remember us. We used to say that constantly. And Camp Candy, which was about John Candy. John Candy. Yeah. Great. Right. So there was also, I can't even, Kid and Play had one. Yeah. Can we talk about Wish Kid with Macaulay Culkin? Macaulay Culkin, Wish Kid. That's right. Chuck Norris had one. Chuck Norris had one. So pretty much the NBC lineup. Punky right? Yes, Punky had one. Mr. T had one. Oh, my God, Bobby's World. But Bobby's World was a little later, I think. Yeah. No, I think it was right around the same time. Really? Maybe. I don't don't know. But, I mean, I guess that wasn't really based on celebrity because they weren't really kind of trying to push Howie Mandel. Bobby's World was great, though. It's a great show. No one's trying to push Howie Mandel. No. Don't at me, Howie Mandel. Not even, not even <clears throat> Howie Mandel. He just wants to be. He just wants to be left alone. Yeah, don't, don't touch Howie Mandel. He doesn't like it. He's having his moment right now, isn't he? I don't. Is he? Well, I mean, everyone's you know staying away. Yeah, this is I the way it. he wants the world to always run. That's fine. All the world according to Howie Mandel. <laughs> exactly. So, is Mike, it's a, a book I'd buy and put on a book I'd buy. Uh, yeah. So Saturday morning, nineteen ninety-one. If you're sitting down for your Captain Crunch or your mm. or your or your crunch uh or your booberry or your count chocula. Ooh, Frankenberry, yeah. Oh yeah, Frankenberry. What did I say? French? I don't know. Booberry? Might I say French? No, there's also booberry. Yeah. Yeah. That wasn't okay. correct, yeah. Just add okay, a cookie crisp. Oh great. We're adding more monsters. Cookie crisp, yeah. Cookie Which crisp. um Yep. There nice. you go. Nice, nice nice work, Gabe. There you go, Gabe getting his uh, cookie crisp going. So, um, yeah, you sit down Saturday morning, 1991, anytime between September and December. You may have seen the Pro Stars, Space Cats, Wish Kid, Captain N, Yo-Yogi lineup. Um, oh, is that the lineup? Captain N was part of that lineup? He was part of that lineup. That's um, why I remember why. I think I, I think I watched this just to get to Captain N. Probably. Right. And Wish Kid mm-hmm. was Macaulay Culkin. Uh, yeah, I remember Wish Kid. Yeah. A shooting star lands in his baseball mm-hmm. mitt and once a week he can make a wish. Yep. Um, and he probably wished that the show was better and that he didn't tank Saturday morning <laughs> cartoons yeah. uh, for NBC. And the funny, it's like the funny thing is, is that all of these shows got 13 episodes, which is, you know, essentially a season. And I just uh, figured it, they were a half this season. Was, depending a half on season. You, right. Exactly. Right? A half season. And. I just figured that's the way that things went. I was like, all right, this is a cool limited series. I just didn't realize they were like so bad that they just weren't getting picked up to do more episodes. Doesn't Yo Yogi just reek of Poochie? Like Simpsons Poochie? They're like, we'll just give him a surfboard and sunglasses. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I think that's probably exactly what the Simpsons were doing. Yeah, it's like, you know, like Yogi Bear. Well, there was a dinosaur one, too. There was like the last dinosaur, and he was cool, too. He like had tood. We haven't even talked about that. It's Michael Jordan, Wayne Gretzky, and Bo Jackson. None of them... Get, uh, lending their voices but to, that's a good thing to the to the yeah it might be a good thing because they in the segments where they have Bo and wayne and mm-hmm. not not oh really my Mike, God. 
Uh, no, Mike, Mike, I, I watched as much as I could, and I found one clip where he spits out something like, Pro Star's on the way. Yeah. And he's while he's taking like practice shots on the course. Yeah, on the course. Did you say course? God, <laughs> you said course. <laughs> God damn it, Todd. I meant to say court. Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's not where you play basketball on a course? Right, yeah, it's whatever. on the... Uh, on the. What is it on the basketball course on the uh, <laughs> on the stage? I'd say cut this out, but I know you love it when I make a fool of myself. So I know this is staying in. Oh, I'm leaving this in. I'm leaving it all oh, in. I know. So, yeah, so I so, meant to say course. So he's like practicing. Like you can literally see that like he shot the ball on the court. And then they were like, hey, Mike, something for Pro Stars. And he's like, Pro Stars on the way. Can I keep going now? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah fine. We got everything we need. Meanwhile, yeah. at least Bo and Wayne are like interviewed. And yeah, they we, show, but they're right. terrible. Yeah, they just no flat personality, and they try even, to make it seem yeah, like they're in the same Bo. place. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, they're like talking to each other, but yeah. like they're clearly not in the same room. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 really bad. I mean, and Bo was charismatic, but they shouldn't have. Thank God they didn't lend their voice. There's no way that would have gotten greenlit. Yeah. Instead, uh, you know what's crazy is that so this is the you know you could just be like you could look at the lineup you could say pro stars space cats wish kid captain yo yogi mostly garbage you could say that not that great but then you look over like you, you know the state of cartoons not that great right but then you look over cbs 1991 yep tmnt you're looking mm-hmm. at you're looking at ninja turtles over on cbs in the morning yeah and there's like a little bit there's like a little bit of that in this isn't there uh well, actually, the guy who voices Wayne Gretzky voiced Michelangelo, so that's a yeah, weird crossover. No way, is that right? Yeah, dude, but, same and guy. Like, and and, and here's the other funny. weird thing. The other weird thing is they made Wayne Gretzky f- constantly hungry for some reason in the show. <laughs> he's oh, like, it's like the, the original Brad Pitt. He's like, hey, we got to go. Like, I'm is anyone else hungry? It's like it's it's like Shaggy and Michelangelo mashed up for some right, reason. And they, Brad Pitt. Yeah, and and BP. Yeah, they made him like a real. Yeah, yeah. And then he gets like a mild tall burger, a sandwich. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. He's part. I love the cartoon sandwich. By the way, have I ever told you how much I love the cartoon sandwich? Like the Scooby Doo cartoon sandwich. That's like the Dagwood sandwich. Right. Other than the fact that they look delicious, I would love. I'm willing to spend minutes on this podcast right now listening to you tell me about why you love cartoon sandwiches. They just nothing makes me hungrier than a cartoon sandwich or a cartoon hamburger. It's the perfect amount of everything, right? Yeah, it just looks so good. It's just like it's the ideal. It's Plato's ideal of like a sandwich or a burger is the cartoon version of it. Plato's sandwich. Mm, Plato's sandwich. Yeah. Yeah, no, there's a lot of like Ninja Turtle, like, you know, not not necessarily Ninja Turtle. There's just like they're very clearly like tried to make like each person like a thing, like a leader, like a a gadget person. Yeah. A jo- goofball. Right. Jo- jo- like Jordan were- is your Leonardo. Yeah, it, it's it, it, it was a it was a total train wreck. And NBC was in the ratings toilet as far as cartoons were concerned. Um and and they're trying to get back to the days of like Smurfs and Alvin and the Chipmunks. They 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 had some big winners not oh, sure. that long, of course. Yeah, not that long ago. And they were like, "What could go wrong if we get the th- yeah. one, you know, three of the greatest athletes ever together right. and throw them in this cartoon and and, and they'll answer kids' VHS submissions." Yeah, Giving... it just it was just totally panned universally. And watching yeah, it now, was really badly done. Gabe, yeah, like I felt the bad making Gabe terrible. Watch it. It's it looks terrible. like a dubbed like Japanese like a like a martial arts movie. Yeah. 
Um, nothing syncs up. The animation's really bad. And you know what the, the sad thing is, is that animation isn't easy. There's never easy animation. No one's ever done animation and said, yeah, that was an easy version of animation. Even bad animation takes tremendous amount of time. Yeah. I mean, scripts, vocal recordings, the time it takes to actually do animation. It just, you know, to, to have put all that time into it to shoot scripts like this, it's just terrible. Yeah. I think um, we need to get into the elephant in the room too. Elephant in the room being mom, the cue oh. of the show. <laughs> oh, oh my, my God. God. It is like the most offensive stereotyping it's I've re- ever seen. So they clearly got Dr. Ruth to do the voice, right? It's, it's regrettable. I, I, I don't know. It didn't. I mean, it, at it, one point in the first episode, Denise, who's, I guess like her daughter or just hangs out in the, their headquarters. I thought it was her niece. Oh, Denise, <laughs> that's probably way oh, more clever than they could have ever come up with. Uh, She's like showing no Wayne about this ball you can hit that become. Oh, it's a puck, obviously, that it's you a can puck. hit. Turns God damn it. And it Hockey is puck. played with pucks. Basketball is played on a court. Todd, <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Thank God this is the only sports episode we're doing for a while. So you can hit this puck and it turns into a boomerang. Yeah, that like returns to Wayne. So mom goes, a boomerang. Great. You'll never lose it and we'll save money. Oh, my God. I know. Yeah. It's terrible. It's as bad as Watto in The Phantom Menace. Yeah, it's really bad. Um, it's like they were like, <laughs> they were like you, know if Mel, you know, if Mel Brooks <laughs> would play a rabbi. That's kind of what we want mom to be like with a little bit of cue from James Bond mixed in. <laughs> right, exactly. Um, it's, and, 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 oh my God, dude, uh, I just can't, I watch it. And, and like, I almost felt bad having Gabe watch it because um, it, it's just, it reflects poorly on all of us. <laughs> you know what? It's just, <laughs> you know what? I'm going to say, I'm going to say that. I slammed there was Lucky a Charms of- to that episode. Right, <laughs> Exactly. I um I used to I used to slam cereal to that stuff. I <laughs> yeah. I I, re- I really uh I was really nostalgic while I was watching it, and I thought, you know, it's a shame that there's not this type of cartoon around anymore. And I kind of you know as I got on to the episodes, I kind of quickly changed my mind on that. But <laughs> like, right. you know, I think the nostalgia hit me because I probably watched every episode without remembering that I did. Mm-hmm. And there's probably certain parts of the episodes that were just kind of clicking with me um, to kind of remind me of that time. But there was something cool about like, there was something nice about these episodes. You have the celebrities in a positive light. We have kind of the beginnings of NBC's The More You Know type thing with like, don't do drugs, don't make fun of people, all that type of stuff. Because there's like a moral built into each episode. And it's like, at the end of the day, this, I mean, it's its not the worst thing for kids to be watching. Um it's not a good version of, you know, what can be done and what is being done now. I mean, but there was something nostalgic about it for me. It wasn't as terrible as it actually is for me. Did you know that Pro Stars, before it was a cartoon, was a breakfast cereal? Oh, God. That I did not know. I did a little digging around on the web. Was it like Mary Lou Retton and like no. uh, Bruce Jenner? 
No, God. What no. was was it like just like Cheerios or just shapes or whatever? Or was there like was it like Lucky Charms with like marshmallows and pictures? It was like baseballs, basketballs, footballs, and ice skates. It was just no, it was just stars. And I uh, oh, I stars. Little, I got a little audio for you guys because Wayne Gretzky actually, um, ah, he was the spokesman. That. Before there was a Pro Star show, there was a Pro Star serial. Gretzky was the spokesman. Let's oh, uh, let's wow. I'll, I'm, yes, is this serious. only available in Canada at like Tim Hortons? <laughs> Maybe it was the Tim Hortons special. Uh, let's let's roll it. Uh, I just want you guys to hear this before we move on because I thought this was just a delight. Introducing a new star, Pro Stars. My mother taught me that a good nutritious breakfast is important. That's why new ProStar cereal is part of my breakfast now. First, an ounce of ProStars with four ounces of milk is a good source of protein. Second, ProStars have a great toasted oat taste, lightly sweetened without added sugar. See, no sugar added. That's good. And mom likes my picture too. New ProStars, a touch of sweetness without added sugar. Is he being held hostage? Stars. That's my only question. <laughs> no, he's not. That's exactly like that. Not only so is he not. I want a, you to not, know that I'm Wayne Gretzky and I'm selling you some cereal and my mother likes my picture on the box. <laughs> no, not only is he not at gunpoint, but he has a wonderful toasted oat mullet in, in, in the video. So <laughs> I, 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 and I want you to know that the color of the cereal was made to look like the color of my hair. Yeah, this is a wonderful cereal. Um, it's, uh, not something you can get anymore. <laughs> Let's just say pro stars. And I like that. He's just like, just, well, he's like two ounces of pro stars in the morning or whatever he says. It's yeah. like, it's like, I don't want to eat it. Now it sounds what am I, like what I'm, I'm sitting in front of the TV watching cartoons. We're going to measure out two ounces of cereal. Yeah, really? Jesus. What's wrong with you? Wayne. Yeah. It's a, you know what? It would be a shame if you could still get these. Cause if I can't get shark bites, Fruit wrinkles and Dunkaroos, and I certainly don't expect to be getting Pro Star cereal. <laughs> no, thank you, sir. No, thank you, sir. Good I day, said sir. Good, you get I nothing. I said good day. You get nothing, Wayne. Good day, sir. Oh, Holy good moly! Word. Yeah. So, Pro Star cereal. There it is. Uh, if I can eBay it, I will, and uh, I'll have it shipped to your house, Todd. Yeah, I'll eat it. I love I cereal. I know. Why not? There's no sugar. <laughs> I have like 40 cereal boxes in my house at all times. Yeah. I eat more crunch berries than both of my, uh, all three of my children combined. <laughs> you should see the color of my <laughs> What? You should see the color of my It's <laughs> bright red. I thought I had to go to the goddamn prostate doctor. Todd, every time I shit, it's like Christmas morning. <laughs> Just red and green balls. <laughs> All I know is I got a lot of balls. <laughs> is that dice or Dangerfield? Dangerfield ladybugs. Come on. Dangerfield. All I know oh, is yeah. I got a lot. Chesterfield. All I know is I got a lot of balls. <laughs> got a lot of balls. Um, yeah. yeah, my wife, my wife, she's so fat. <laughs> Police officer saw her and said, hey, <laughs> break it up. <laughs> he was the best. He was the oh, best. my God. <sighs> from, pro stars to, from pro stars to Dangerfield. Yeah. Holy cow. Ladybugs is ladybugs was. Like the sound of my summer, the year yeah. that it was on HBO. 
So, Gabe, it's 2020. The ghost of Brandon Tartikoff and Donald P. Belisario call you and say, Hey, kid, heard you on that Super Nintendo show. <laughs> Who do we pick for the Pro Stars 2020 reboot? I'll give you a licorice whip. Um, who do you pick? Who is your Who is your squad? Tom, who's Tom, in game? Tom Brady. Go. Uh, okay. Go. Maybe Steph Curry. Okay, for definitely Steph, Steph Curry. Curry. Everyone's got Steph Curry's number. I could call Steph Curry. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I got him on. I could DM him. Yeah, he's on. He's popping up on everything. He, yeah, Gabe, he was I, on. Yeah. He, he was on that golf show we watched. Remember that mini golf show? Was he really? Uh, yeah, yeah, Holy Moly or whatever it's called. Oh, is that what it was yeah. called? Was... Yeah, he was on that. And all right, yeah, show. no, I mean, Ste- yeah, Steph's gr- a great choice. Great. Yeah, choice. he's charismatic and he's incredible. Yep, he's pre Pro, Pro Stars 2.0 material. It's 2020, not 2.0. That's what Belisario said to me. Oh, okay, fair enough. So, Gabe, you got one more pick. Aaron Judge. So you've covered basketball. Aaron Judge. You've covered football. Aaron Judge. Easily. Okay. Baseball. Okay. Ah, baseball. And, Good. We and, have we have covered mom, the bases. And mom would be um, Rob Gronkowski. Mel Brooks. Oh, Gronkowski. Gronk is one of my guys. Ooh, really? So go ahead, yeah. Todd. Tell me, tell me your Pro Stars 2.0 uh, lineup. 2020. I'm going 2020. I'm going Sorry. LeBron. I'm going LeBron because he's already an established name in the uh, entertainment world. Yep. Uh, I'm going Gronk so we can play Michelangelo and be the goofball. Yep. yep. And I'm going Christian Ronaldo. I like that. Okay. Think of think of like the the direct hit and like kind of missiles he can hit. He can kick towards people. Yeah, I mean, America. Plus, he'll not be gonna... he'll be the ladies' man. Yeah, I, we're not going to stand for soccer, but that's fine. All right, Mike. Um, who's your crew? I'm more of a pro stars legends kind of oh, guy. God, <laughs> I'm thinking uh, Ty Cobb. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> it's always great to have a baseball player that smokes a pipe. <laughs> more of a, I'm more of a Ty Cobb. Uh, you know. Uh, he'd be great for like sliding into people and like spiking them illegally, and then um, spitting a spitting tobacco in their eye. Right, a little tobacco spit. <laughs> Ding. Uh, who else? Uh, Joe Willie. Get Joe Namath in there. Broadway Joe. Oh, all right, cool. Now I'm down. Yeah, no one, uh, no one was fancier than Broadway Joe. Love Joe. Mm-hmm. Uh, so football, baseball. I only need basketball. Well, you get to tennis. I could do something tennis. else. You could. Tennis would be great. Imagine the imagine the work they could get done with a racket. Oh my god. Oh, and my mom would be the rock. He'd be like the Bosley. It'd be more like Charlie's Angels than Mission Impossible. You need a mom I, too. I, all right, shut up. I'll I'll do a mom. Stop jumping back all to right. your thing. I know, I just forgot. Um Jesus. You know what? I think we're ready to uh to forgive Mike Tyson. So <laughs> Oh, that's great! I'm bringing, <laughs> I'm bringing Mike back. Oh, he would be amazing to absolutely trounce dudes. So would he uh, be on the crew <laughs> or like the mom? Oh, um, mm. I think he'd be a great mom. He would be a good mom. Okay, so oh, Tyson's my mom. 
They could like walk in. He's like petting pigeons and a tiger. What about what sure. about Denise? We all forgot about Denise. Oh, we don't oh, I mean she was just there anyway. We have to select a Denise. Yeah, she's just there. Um, okay, Tyson's I'm going to pick Soleil Moon Fry as all of my Denises. That's fair. I'll accept that as mine as well. Um, okay. Um, Ty Cobb. Joe Willie. Mm-hmm. Broadway Joe. Yeah. Tyson's my mom. And then... Uh, Only time that sentence has ever been uttered. Yep. Yep. It's <laughs> right. It's my mom. And um, you know what? <clears throat> Tiger Woods. Tiger, Tiger Woods. Woods. Yeah. Come on. Gabe. Guys. Guys. Gabe. Guys. Gabe. Yes. Listen. He had a few too many painkillers. He crashed into a tree. The guy's ready to be a pro star. <laughs> um. Wow. We. This has been us talking about pro stars mostly. Now this might look like an ordinary wristband, but when you press here, it instantly becomes a full-sized hockey stick. Hey, cool. Yeah, but there's more. Check out this boomerang puck. Wonderful. This way you'll never lose it and we'll save money. Bo was somewhat of a god. Um yeah. A uh, demigod you know, at least. A demigod at least. Uh y- y- really something out of folklore. Uh, so Gabe felt it was appro- uh, appropriate after much coercion to write a poem honoring the man in the style of uh, the John Keats poem, Hymn to Apollo. And I think it's going to be pretty good. You feeling good about it, Gabe? Yeah, I guess. You want to give any background before Todd launches into this? No. No background on this? No, nothing. Nothing. You're setting up this clip blind? Yes. I want the viewers, the listeners to have a surprise. Okay. All right. So, without further ado, uh, this is Him to Bo. God of sports, <laughs> Bo. He was a great hire. And had a golden flare for a game we call fair. <laughs> Bo Jackson of the patient season. He slept like fire. Probably had a friend named Keith. <laughs> thy great, thy story, the light of thy story. Or he was a star, too low crawling for a breath. What does Bo The Game Boy sucked and sucked. The Tiger Electronics made us frown and frown. The games, terrible games, for Jackson became famous. The guy of baseball and football went down for the count, recovering to be great again. Oh, why did he get hurt and beg to play again? He was such a brute till the pig started flying. Why was he crushed? Such a pain-bringing game. What does it go? No, the bow era was up. Watching the silent deer, the bow holding steady. We're waiting for Tecmo Super Bowl. Bow, bow, Jackson baseball, its neighbor. It was on dad's old console. When who, who did care about my sports superstar? They called bow and grin and look proudly and yell so loudly. Is there anything bow doesn't know? 
I think that's it, right, Gage? Yeah. I think that about wraps it up. An honorable send-off for one of the greatest players. Yeah. Uh, do, I feel it's fitting. Two sport players of all time. Um, <clears throat> Vincent Bo Jackson, everyone. He was in a couple crappy video games. He was in a really crappy cartoon, but he played his ass off in baseball and football, and he was incredible to watch. So that's it. Now you know a little bit more about Bo. And thanks for taking the trip with us. Moving on. Okay, so while I was doing some research, I came across one of Nintendo's Bibles. They're kind of animation Bibles from the late 90s and found Wait a picture. minute, while you were doing research for Bo Jackson? No, I'm just kind of in over the overall Nintendo research that I'm constantly doing. When I say that, I'm just really reading for entertainment at this point. Go on, Professor. I came across a picture of Mario riding Yoshi. Mm-hmm. And at the bottom of the page, copyright Nintendo, it says his full name, T. Yoshisor Munchakupas. What? I didn't know he was Greek. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Jesse Katsopoulos from Full House. <laughs> right. Yoshisor Munchakupas. Uh, Munchakupas. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a very, it's a, you know, this is a legacy name. Right. So T. Yoshisor Munchakupas, I thought was interesting enough to put out a post to our followers on Twitter and Facebook and ask, what does the T stand for? Okay, what did we get? Anything good? We had a lot of really good responses. A lot of people came back with Tyrannosaurus. That's what I would have thought. Yeah, I've got Tiberius, Mm -hmm. which is pretty great. Ted, Ted, which I think is my favorite. Ted, Ted Yoshisaur, Munchakupas. Yeah. I got Thrasher and Tyrone. Yep. (laughs) Both good. And then I got a little in conversation where Ray T said, poor abused animal, Mario, is mean to him. And Noah responded, Ray, they raised him as an infant, and this is the thanks they get. (laughs) (laughs) Wesley B said, Terry. Yep. Modesto Modesto V said, Todd. You like that one? Of course I did. I'm hoping that's the way that Nintendo was going. Andrew K. said Tiberius again. Okay. Okay. Uh, Craig Sanderson said totally expendable. Which he is. Which I thought is a little rude. If you're not going to make the jump and you have to make the jump, <laughs> you sacrifice the yeah. dinosaur. Yeah. Well, Anthony Chambers seemed to agree with Craig Sanderson, who said, I was going to go with throwaway. He's not wrong. Connor Cooper said Thotter, which is a name I've never heard before, but I think makes the most sense. In fitting with the name. So let's say it out. Thotter Yoshisor Munchakupas. Okay. That sounds the most right. Um, Now, lastly, I came looking for copper and found gold. Sometimes we received a comment that reads, it's not canon. Stop spreading it as if it were canon. True fans of things don't propagate misinformation. Ah, we got called out. But the thing is, is we didn't get called out. This is direct from Nintendo. 
Wait, this, this isn't it. This comment no, this is was from real. Nintendo. No, no, no. But the this his name being T Yoshisor Munchkoopas is, is direct from Nintendo. That's a fact. Right. right. But this this poster thought yeah. no dice. No dice. Hmm. So Gabe, what's the T for? I'm leaving it up to you. You're gonna decide. I agree with Tom Cook. It's Tyrannosaurus. Yeah, Tyrannosaurus is probably the answer. I like Thotter the best just because it sounds the best, but Tyrannosaurus is probably the answer. And I'm sorry, but this is actually canon. Well, that leaves us with just one thing left to do, Todd. Escape the show. Oh, Jesus Christ. Um, Do you want to tell uh, everybody what our special 10th episode is going to be about? No, definitely not. It's going to be a surprise. Better way to start an RPG, washed up on a beach with no memory, or, hey, the Village Festival is today. <laughs> I'm going Village Festival. Okay. And, and, and asleep. Somebody to wake me up to remind me that the festival is today. Okay. True or false? Soda Popinski's original name was Vodka Drunkinski. False. True. The Punch-Out Arcade game. God. Okay, I got that one wrong. Uh, you rented the, that Crash Test Dummies game, didn't you? <laughs> I think I might have. Um, I was more into their music than the game, though. Fair enough. All right, Mario, Princess, Toad, Luigi. What's your pick? Uh, the princess. She floats. Follow-up. Is Toad a slave? <laughs> <laughs> They're all slaves, aren't they? I thought that was kind of the thing. Okay. Uh, how badly do you wish you could shoot the dog in Duck Hunt? Oh, I've tried, and I've failed. I just can't. <clears throat> Sonic is known for his speed, but he's lesser known for his collection of blank stamps. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I thought so. All right, Dr. Claw or the Muppet Baby Nanny, you get to choose one face to see. Who is it? Muppet? Muppet Baby Nanny, without a doubt. I, I think with, she's... I'm with Yeah, I, I need to see her. I need to see the woman taking care of these babies. Totally agree. Uh, we're spotting hell. The makers of Tiger Electronic Handhelds or the maker of the Nokia Engage? Oh, man. The, 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 Jesus. The Engage. Is that the one you had to hold to, like, a taco to talk into the phone? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, it was part phone, part taco, part gaming machine. I'm going to say Engage because the hubris is what destroyed that. At Tiger, I don't know, actually. I, I'm going to go on. I'm going to say Tiger. I'm going for Tiger final answer. Okay. They they knew they were doing wrong to these kids. To me. <laughs> to you. To me Specifically me. Yes. Specifically you. Okay. So that's it for this week's episode of the Super Nintendats Entertainment Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us. And if you enjoyed it, please share it with a friend. Mike, Gabe, anything from you guys? <sighs> Nothing really. Uh, thanks for stopping by and having a few laughs with mm-hmm. us. Big thanks to Pipeline Coffee for sponsoring this episode. Totally. Totally. Absolutely. If you want to share any questions, comments, have any suggestions, or just share a memory with us, please reach out to us at SuperNintendads on Twitter or at SuperNintendads at gmail.com. Thank you again for joining us. And remember, gaming should be fun. See you soon. I did not live until today. Yeah, we could do it.